Hello, and God bless you. This is Pastor Jeremy, and what a delight to be with you on this Friday, September 4th of 2020, as we are getting ready to go into the weekend. And um, actually, we were expecting a long weekend as uh, Labor Day. This is Labor Day weekend. And uh, what a time, what a time to be in this hour to be able to declare the word of the Lord. As always, it is a privilege and it is an honor to be able to have the listener. You come and tune in with us. Uh, we 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 appreciate the time that you take to be able to fellowship with us in such an hour with in such an hour like this in the Word of God. And there's never a dull moment. And uh, as today, um, once again, we are missing Brother Marty. He is uh, ministering this weekend. And uh, we're going to ask you to be praying for him that God uh, will give him a word for this weekend. And we definitely miss our brother, but uh, Pastor Fernando and myself uh, are here in the panel today holding the fort. <laughs> and we want to continue with the word of God. Brother Fernando, before I pass it on to you, I mean, uh, yesterday we were able to discuss some things a little bit of uh, on and we're, I know we're going to continue today on on the leaven and and the temptation that's coming upon the people of God and uh I was thinking and meditating before we go on I was just meditating in this and how crucial it is that we do not get distracted that we do not lose focus in this hour from what God really is trying to bring about in his people. Would you would you agree with that statement, Brother Fernando, as I leave it to you? Uh and and, and I'll and I'll leave it to you to, to, to you know lay some groundwork and, and share what God has placed in your heart because I think it's all connected with what we're gonna study today. Uh the crucial times that we are living in this hour. That's what I sense. I know you sense it too, my brother, that um we, we must not miss it. I think the the enemy will, will come and deviate your sight on something else. This is not a political fight. This is not a this or that. This is, we have to know what God is wanting to do in his people. So I'll leave it to you uh, to share what God has placed in your heart, Brother Fernando, and as we share and study the word of God together today. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, uh I, I, I will agree with that. Uh, we were studying uh, uh, St. Luke 22, uh, chapter 22, verse 37 through verse 40, uh, concerning the very thing you just stated right now. That we 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 need we better not miss what the word is what the Lord is saying to His people. And what we read in in the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 22, is just that that. As Christ's ministry is coming to a close, he's literally hours, hours mm. from from mm. his crucifixion, right? He, yes. he begins to bear down to his disciples what he must endure and what they will endure. Because remember this, right? Jesus said, you will drink indeed of this cup. Right, yes. and you, and you will yes. be baptized in in the baptism that I I am baptizing. You will uh, uh, have to endure a, a a a trial like I have. You will, right? But they wanted, of course, positions, right? They wanted a they want you know the the mother of James and John wanted her sons to sit on the right hand and the left side, of, you know, of the Lord, and and he's like, no, that's that's really not. What 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 I am going to go through? There's a process to get there, and the truth of the matter yeah. is, it's it's really up to my father to appoint that kind of uh, mm -hmm. desire and position. And, and and as Jesus was bearing down um, uh, to his disciples, what he's going to go through, and 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 what they must also endure, the Lord is doing the same to the church today. I yes. think the Lord is really bearing down. On, uh, on us and uh, on his true bride, his true church, what we're headed towards, right? 
And so yes. we're going to get into the Word of God, and, and we're going to uh, begin to read more, because the, the more I study this particular chapter and that particular night leading up to the crucifixion, it's so powerful and, 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 and so filled of uh, great revelation that we can glean from and learn from and apply and prepare ourselves, uh, uh, those who are living today and reading this this uh, account uh, 2,000 years ago, it, it is it is for our admonition, right? To whom the ends of the worlds are come, it is it is written for our example to prepare ourselves, because if yes. we truly are headed towards a Gethsemane, a temptation hour, right? And we're going to touch on what that word temptation means. Then we need to be ready. We need to be ready because we see his own. Uh, some of his own disciples unravel at the seams. We see Judas who, had, Judas who had been following him betray him, and Satan enters him. You see Peter, right, deny him three times. This is all happening in this final night leading up to the crucifixion. We're seeing an unraveling of the very disciples that followed Jesus. Right. Think about that. I believe that's the hour of temptation that is coming, but it's, 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 its intent is to bring about a separation between those who are his and those who are not. Those who right. will fall to temptation and those who will allow the trial of our faith, right, to, to have its way, to, to, to have its way in us so it can bring us to a place where, where we're steadfast and unchanging and unwavering in our faith as we approach the coming of the Lord. Amen? So that's, that's yes. what we read here. So we're going to get into the Gospel of Luke. Get your Bible. Uh, Luke 22. We're going to start from verse 37. Go ahead, Pastor. You want me to read till uh, 37 to 40 or just 37? Yes, 37 to 40. Okay. Be fine. okay. In the name of Jesus. For I say unto you, that this is, excuse me, that this that is written must yet be accomplished in me. And he was reckoned among the transgressors for the things concerning me have an end. And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said unto them, it is enough. And he came out and went as he was wont to the Mount of Olives. And his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray that you enter not into temptation. Amen. His disciples followed him. That's what it says, to the Mount of Olives, to, to this place where even our Lord would be tried. Right? He was tried. Because we know in, in verse 42, he prayed. Says, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Think about that now. Even our Lord was 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 being tried on, on this day, and 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 He tells His disciples to pray so that they don't fall into temptation. What's What's amazing to see if, if when we study Scripture as as you know the end of, of our Lord's ministry is ending. And what, what the Holy Spirit was bringing out to me was the intensity and, and uh, the, the, the activity, the satanic activity that increased as Jesus was ending his ministry, which is quite powerful. Because that's exactly what, what we're facing right now. We're, 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 right. We're, we're seeing an increased activity of the enemy and he's not trying to tempt the world the world is lost already right right but he is trying to tempt those who say that they walk with jesus how is he trying to do this right and and and, and we see at the opening of the chapter in, in in luke 22 that that's exactly what we see that judas falls prey and victim Yes. To the temptation of the devil, to the point where Satan enters him and he betrays Jesus Christ. 
I submit to you today that the life of Judas is a prophetic example because he yes. represents an apostate church. He represents a backslidden church. He represents a false church. Yes. Right? Peter represents yes. a, a church, a people who will be tried and fall hard. But when when but when but when he um, rises up and they're going to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ in such a way where they will have no fear of favor of man. And that's exactly what happened in the day of Pentecost, right? So we we have these two particular characters here. They're all going to be tempted. They're all going to be tried. But it's going to bring about a false church and a true church. Because remember, it was to Peter who Jesus said, upon this rock shall I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. Amen. So let's read a little bit of, of, of how the, uh, the 22nd chapter of Luke opens up. And it tells us uh, how Judas uh, was possessed of the devil. So you want to go ahead and read verse 1, Pastor? Yes, in the chapter 22. Uh, yes. Now the Feast of Unleavened Bread drew near, which is called the Passover. And the chief priests and scribes sought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Then entered Satan into Judas, surnamed Iscariot, being of the number of the twelve. And he went his way, his way, and communed with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him unto them. And they were glad and covenanted to give him money. And he promised and sought opportunity to betray him unto them in the absence of the multitude in secret. Now I want you to see wow. Peter's account. Go ahead and read verse and, thirty-one. And uh, can, can I can I comment something on what we just read, Brother Absolutely. Fernando? That it, it it's very powerful. I, I never seen it until right now. When you when we had me read it, when you just uh, you highlighted and he went his way. Yes. Now, as you as you said prior, Judas represents an apostate church. Peter, uh, the church, right? That's going to go through some trials, but they're going to persevere until the end. But it's interesting. Correct. This is a decision after after Satan entered him. And it's the only time that it's said, aside from the Antichrist, he's also a type of Antichrist, right, whom Satan will enter. Mm -hmm. But what we see here is a now a, 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 a very direct direction that the apostate church is going to take. They are going to come and commune with uh, the chief priests, the captains, and, and, and the leadership in, 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 in government. We see here now a coming together, right, of, of political and, and church. And, and this is powerful because you – For what? For, for know, financial gain, economic. For financial gain. Right? That, yes. That's the spirit of Antichrist that Revelation 13 speaks about. Yes. You're right. And and but and the other thing that I was that I was considering as we were reading this is the fact that look, some of us and there may even be some listeners that we find ourselves in, in churches that are it seems like they're going backwards. They are preaching another gospel. We are going to have to make a decision to come out from among them. I, I want right. to make sure that I hammer that because you're gonna if you find yourself in in these churches where you know they're preaching another gospel, you see clearly where they're going, there's gonna have to be a time where you're gonna have to make a decision to come out here we see that that Judas went his way and went the way that was opposite of you know he he he's you know he that Satan entered him and then he began to reveal really the motives right. And so I just wanted to bring that to the point that, you know, we're going to get to the point where we're going to have to make a decision to come out from among them. 
and I, I don't know. I just I just wanted to share that as we go and continue to have this discussion and this study, Brother Fernando. Yeah, and and what we're bringing forth as we go along is that we are all going to go through an hour of temptation. We're all going to go through a trial. And these men are left to us for examples, right, so that we can prepare ourselves and understand what the enemy is doing and why he is doing and what what he is trying to stop. What what he's trying to stop is is the purpose of God and in why he sent his only begotten son to die on a cross. And and the path that needed to be taken so that we can have that victory that, that this death, burial, and resurrection afforded us, it's a path that few want to take. Right? And it is a path that Christ took but it is also a blueprint for his disciples to follow, right? That's why we're, we're focusing, we're focusing uh, on, on the words there in, uh, in, in verse 39. It says, and his disciples also followed him to the Mount of Olives, yes. right? So we see that Judas didn't, right? But, but so let's go ahead and read the, 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 the account here of Peter in verse 31. 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan had desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, keep reading. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Hallelujah. You bring it to verse 34, please. And he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before that thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. Incredible. And as I said earlier, I want the listener to pay attention. As Christ's ministry was coming to a close, uh, the the enemy was going, making his rounds around his disciples to try to find somebody that Mm. he could use to betray Jesus, but not only to betray him, but to tempt him. We know that Satan used Peter to tempt Christ, right? Remember when yeah. Jesus told him, I have to go to Jerusalem. I'm going to be betrayed of the, of the, of the chief priests and the, and, and the scribes, and, and they're, going to be, they're going to deliver me, and, and they're going to kill me. And when he began to, 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 to let his disciples know what, what, where he was going, where he was headed, what did Peter do? Because he grabbed him. He got a hold of Jesus and says, be far from thee. No, no, this is not going to happen to you. And what did Jesus do? The Bible says he, he discerned that it wasn't Hallelujah. Peter, but it was Satan. It says, he said, Satan, get thee behind, for you are an offense to me. For thou savorest wow. the things that, not, that, that are not of God, but that be of men. Notice. So, so the devil was going about trying to tempt Jesus using his very own disciples to see if he can stop Jesus from going to the cross and fulfilling his purpose so that me and you could be saved through his precious blood that he shed on the Calvary. Mm. Everybody was being tried. Yes. Jesus was being tried. He was continuously tempted. From the very initiation, from the very beginning of his ministry, when he went to the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, he was tempted of the devil. Mm -hmm. And this is what we have to see. We have to have eyes to see where is this temptation coming from and and what is it trying to accomplish, right? Mm -hmm. We have Judas who fell to it, and the devil possessed him and ultimately betrayed Jesus Christ. 
He's a type of a false church. We have Peter, who thought he, he had incredible faith. He said, I'm willing to die for you. I'm willing to go to prison for you. I'm willing to endure. And the Lord said, no, no, you're not. He says, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before that thou shalt three times deny me and say that you don't know me. Three times. Oh. Right? So, so right. When, when Jesus, right, he, 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 he goes into the Mount of Olives and it says, and his disciples followed him. Right. He says, and when he arrived to Gethsemane, the Garden of Gethsemane, the Mount of Olives, he said unto them, pray that ye not enter into temptation. The word temptation has, has, has many meanings, and I'm going to read a few uh, for the listening audience so that we can understand what, what temptation means, the word temptation means. Uh, the word temptation literally means approving a trial that has to take place for God's people, for God's true church. The temptation is a trial to prove your steadfastness, to prove your constancy, that you're unchanged, that you're unwavering in God's word, and that you remain trusting in him. Yes. He is going to allow trials to come your way. Let me ask you this. Are we in a trial right now? Better believe Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you're listening. Maybe you're one of those 40 million unemployed people. That's a trial. Right? Maybe, yeah. maybe you know, you're going through a sickness. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Right? We're, 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 we're being tried, but what I'm telling you is that there's more to come. Yeah. We are entering this, this temptation, this hour of temptation. We're headed towards it. The fire, yes. right? It's, 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 it's getting hotter for God's people. But he, he, he wants to try us so that he can see if we truly love him. Because everything as we know it is coming to an end. He's about to wrap this thing up, and he wants to know who are his. And once he identifies who are his, as we go through this Gethsemane cross experience and, and, then, and then this resurrection, the coming of the Lord, he is coming back for his. He is coming back for his. He is coming back for his church, his, his disciples, those who have endured and and. and, and and have, have gone through trials and persevered and endured to the very end, right? That's what the Bible says. Right. He who endures to the end shall be saved. Right. But the word te temptation also means this, of the temptation by which the devil sought to divert Jesus the Messiah from his divine errand. Wow. Mm -hmm. The temptation that is coming upon the world, that, that is coming upon God's people. God is going to try you. Yes. God is going to try you his way, the way he does it. But also, I believe that God is going to allow the devil access to tempt us. How do we know that? Remember when, 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 what, what Jesus said to Peter? He says, what do you say? The devil has asked for you. Asked. Mm -hmm. Right? He has mm -hmm. asked for you to sift you as wheat. Mm -hmm. He says, but I have prayed. Hallelujah. That's why he says, pray yeah. that you fall not into temptation. He says, but I have prayed that when you fail, your faith fail you not. Right? Right. That's what he said. This this temptation that is coming was not only a temptation that came to Jesus. The devil tried to tempt Jesus through using Peter. 
so that Jesus would not fulfill his errand or his purpose of why God sent them to this world. Remember, the ministry of Jesus, where he leads his disciples, it's a blueprint for us who, to whom the ends of the world has come of what will take place. So what we're seeing played out in this uh, 22nd chapter of the Gospel of Luke is, is, is a microcosm or, or a miniature prophecy of what will come upon the world and his people at the end of time. Right. Again, we spoke about how how Judas represents a false church, and we spoke about how Peter represents a church that will be tried, right? And, and out of that, they will come out uh, uh, strengthened, and they will strengthen their brothers and preach the gospel, right? And, and we have we have also in, in the garden in, in the Garden of Gethsemane, we have Judas being possessed of the devil, a type of antichrist, uh, coming with religious backing, right, to arrest right. Jesus, the merging of 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 the two right the bible speak uh, the bible speaks of the two beasts right the antichrist and the false prophet we see that in the garden right we see christ's disciples the three that he took right peter uh peter james and john falling asleep while he's praying a type of 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 the intensity of the spirit of the age that 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 mm. will cause his people to sleep and waking, right? Yes. Don't. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know about you, Pastor, but the intensity is, is to that point where it's like, whoa, you're just nodding off sometimes. It feels like it's so overwhelming, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's what we're fighting for. We're praying, Lord, keep me awake. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I don't want to fall asleep yes. in this hour. Lord, it's yes. not, not right now. It's the most crucial hour. We're almost home. I don't want to fall asleep. Yes. Give me up your oil. Right, I want to have oil in my life. Keep me burning, burning, burning. Right, this is the time to pray that we fall not into temptation. Yeah. You're gonna say, it's, Pastor? It's it's powerful, bro. Because so many things are going through my head. Again, making a distinction, yeah. as you said in the beginning, between Judas and Peter. Judas was possessed because he, you know, that's what he wanted. That's what his intentions. He allowed it. But what Jesus saw in Peter was a man that even though he made mistakes, there was a desire in him, right? And so he's giving Peter an insight when he tells him Satan has desired to have it. To me, that's very prophetic. Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Because he's given us an insight because the exact same thing is going to happen and it's happening in our days. Because Satan is being let loose, right, for a season. He's going to possess a man called the Antichrist right, when he gets mm-hmm. kicked out right out of heaven. He's going to possess a man. And, and I think what, what God is, is showing us there, as he's given Peter an insight, look, Satan himself has, has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. It's the same thing. It's the, it's the parallel to what will take place in this hour, what we're talking about that temptation that has come in this hour. That's why we, we, yeah. we keep telling you, this is more than, this is not a political issue. It, it don't matter who right. goes into presidency. This is not a, a, a little, a little sidestep, you know, from that, that this, this, um, uh, coronavirus, yeah, a little bump, a little bump in the road. Yeah. A little bump in the road. And we're going to go back to normal revival is coming. Uh, happy days are here again, blah, blah, blah. No, We're asking you to consider what the Bible is saying, to discern and and not to get your eyes, get caught up in fighting for your rights and and, and, and fighting back and suing and, you know, going back and protesting. No, look, because that's the trick of the enemy, to get us to get us to the word word to to divert. It's a diversion. Thank you, brother. Yeah, that, and that's what it is. That's the correct word, is to divert us from the true purpose for what is coming in this hour. It's an hour of Gethsemane. It's an hour that, that if our master, Jesus Christ, went through 
we're going to go through it too. And the enemy right. wants you to get so caught up that you're going to miss it. And that's why, you know, and that's what we're, we're, you know, we're talking about this, Brother Fernando, because, you know, Jesus, in, in speaking to Peter, he's really speaking to me. He's speaking to us, to you that are listening. He's telling you, there's coming a time, but I'm praying for you, but there's a time that Satan has asked, has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Amazing. That's where no, we're and, at. It, and remember the the prophet Jeremiah. We have been speaking about him uh, the pod, past podcast. He, he 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 basically tells the uh, Judah. He says you you need to yield and come under the oppressive hand of Babylon mm-hmm. because yeah. Babylon is God's instrument to preserve. Mm-hmm those that are his, and it's going to be for their good because he's going to cause a separation. Those that went into captivity, those that went into their Gethsemane experience, right, and and, and their trial and tribulation, they were preserved. Those that that didn't and and were in Jerusalem and, 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 and didn't heed to the word of the prophet, they were killed. They were killed. They were diverted from yes. from by the enemy, by those by the false prophets of their day, and they did not yes. go into that 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 hour of temptation to, to into that trial where the Lord will begin to work in their lives. That was their Gethsemane, right? right? In, in other, yeah, in many ways, right? In many ways, because yeah. he. Because, you know, and that's where the transition is going on to the people of God, to the remnant, to those that are listening to the correction and the admonition and the warning of God. We are on our way to Mount Olives. We are on our way to, to, to Gethsemane. And, and we're heading there. We're, 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 here. we're, we're getting we're, there. We're, being, we're, we're here. We're being tried. Yes. The, the cross, yes. the cross is, is a, a, a great persecution. That is coming yes. upon the earth, yes. right? The Bible calls it the great tribulation, right? It's a, it's a great, great trial. It's a great pressing of God's people. Yes. But that, the Lord's going to put an end to that great tribulation by what? By his coming. He yes. is going to come, and those days will be cut short. That's resurrection, right? We uh, are yeah. In an hour of temptation, we are being tempted, right, to see what side we will choose, to see, to see if the devil can divert, you know, those who profess to to love God but really don't. But those who are His, those who are His disciplined ones, those who who are praying, those who have been in His Word and understanding His Word, they are His children. And they will endure to the end, right? And they are not going to go away from what's coming. They're going to follow Jesus. If we have to go through a Gethsemane, a, 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 a cross trial, cross situation into that resurrection, and that's where we'll go and follow, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, remember what Jesus said here in verse 42, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup. Mm. From me, he was saying, "If there's another way, yeah, you know, is, is, if there's another way, this is this is difficult, this is hard." But he said, "Nevertheless, not my will, but sure will be done." You know, we've been telling the people that 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 how we emerge out of this pandemic, things are not going to be the same, and and that this world system, this antichrist system is, is setting itself uh, throughout the world and, and in particular here in, in America, right? And, and we've been telling the people, listen, things are not going to change, so you might as well get comfortable to the, uh, to the new norm and embrace it. And all these churches and pastors that are going crazy and claiming that their rights are being infringed and their rights are, you know, uh, they're, you know this and that. And no, 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 no. That You're right. Have changed forever. There, there is no other way. Yes. This is where we, we're at. Are we coming to the end? 
Yes, we are. Are we coming to the end of all things? Then if we are, we better know where Jesus is leading his people because wherever he's leading his people, that's where I want to be. That's where I want to follow. It may not be easy, but there's going to be grace to endure. Hallelujah. Right. There's going to be peace. Amen? Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Pastor. Mm -hmm. No, it's powerful because yesterday, you know, I, I think about what pastors are fighting for this hour. You know, I, I saw a little clip of a video you sent me yesterday, Brother Fernando, of a pastor getting oh, yeah. all uptight, saying, you could bring an army, you, but you're not going right. to, I'm going to open my church. I don't, really? Is that what we're fighting for? And and, and that night, I, I saw a, 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 a docuseries on, on the persecuted church in India, in 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 um in Egypt, in, in Colombia, in, in, in other places of the world, of what Christians all over the world, they are already in this Gethsemane. They're already going through this trial. And the grace that God is giving them, and here we are fighting because they're closing down our church and we're getting all uptight about it and, you know, and suing and... and <laughs> And, and, and as I mentioned the other day, a, a pastor who is requiring all his members to give a thousand dollars to get a tent so that they can have, you know, church come. I mean, really? We, yeah. we don't even understand. We have no idea, church, especially here in America. I'm speaking to you. Not everybody. I know those of you that are listening, but if someone is this, most people don't have a clue of what's coming, of what's here. We get uptight because. <laughs> We only right. have one. Uh, we only have one. Um, what do you call those TVs? My mind just went those uh, flat screens. You know, I should right. have two, but I only have one. I'm going through it, man. I don't have to go. You know, I I don't have money to go to McDonald's today. I mean, really, that's what you call suffering. That, that's not what it is. Something is coming to this. That's the shaking. It's already taking place outside of America, and it's beginning to take place here in America, but we haven't seen nothing yet. But that's what we're telling you. That's the alarm that Jeremiah said. Listen, a captivity is coming. Fight it. Because God Incredible. is going to do something. He's going to separate you, right? We've been talking about a separation that is taking place. He is preparing us, my brothers and sisters. Yes, as human beings, you know, we, 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 we get concerned. There's some fear that comes. I have children. You have children, Brother Fernando. We think about these things. But at the end, we understand this is the road that we must go through. Yeah. Jesus went through it. We're going to have to go through it. You know, and, and what you're talking about, Brother, Brother Fernando, it's, 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 it's powerful. It's resonating in, in, our, in our spirits. You know, are we willing to follow him to Gethsemane? Amen, <laughs> as his disciples did. Well, you, you said I'm that I. the preachers... The preachers don't have a clue, right? And 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 Christians don't. don't have a clue. I mean, me and you are preachers, and Brother Marty. Yeah, we talk about yeah. this all the time, and it's, it it boggles our mind. Like, like why can't these preachers see it? Why why can't right. the people see it? The spirit of Antichrist is all around us, and we don't have the yes. slightest clue. My mind. Okay, my mind. That's us as preachers, right? So you know. We'll lose our our minds every now and then, and we'll, we'll think like that. But okay, let's talk. Let's talk about Jesus. Mm. Let's see what he had to deal with. The spirit of Antichrist, Satan, was in his midst. In the midst mm. of the disciples, possessed Judas. The spirit wow. of Antichrist was there. Yes. The yes. intensity of the satanic attacks of the devil were ratcheted up to another level. He said it in verse 21. Look, he says, but behold, the hand of him that betrayeth me is with me on the table. Wow. Check this out. Wow. It says, and truly the son of man goeth as it was determined, but woe unto that man by whom he is betrayed. He is speaking incredible oh. things of what he is seeing in the spirit, what the Lord is revealing, uh, the, our heavenly father is revealing to him, Right. Judas is, is possessed of the devil, right? Peter's about right. to betray him, right? It, it, it's so intense, and, and, and the Lord is looking wow. at his disciples, the one that the ones that he's going to leave the church, the, the church, 
you know, the one he's going to leave charge of the church to, or leave the, the church mm. in charge to. Right. His disciples. Look at what verse 24 says. Look where their minds were at. They couldn't see in around them in that very table what was taking place. Right. It says, and there was also a strife among them, which of them should be accounted the greatest. Wow. A quarrel, a, dis- a dispute, a strife. Look what, the, yeah, what they were arguing said, about, right? <laughs> so we, we as preachers, we, we always say, man, look, why aren't preachers preaching the, you know, the gospel today? Why, aren't Christ- why can't Christians see that, that the spirit of Antichrist is, is here? It's moving. Right. And we see it in Jesus' own disciples that they're unaware. Right. They're, they're more concerned with power. Position. Yes. Isn't that what we're seeing today with the modern day church? It's exactly what we're seeing. The the Bible says they were (laughs) in a strife, right? (laughs) They they were in a strife, Brother Fernando. You know why? Because they're occupying their time fighting. Like as you said, for position, fighting for numbers, for money, my book, my series, you know. My church so is going to stay my... open. I'm, I'm not going to close it down, yes. you know, and exactly. this and that. Same attitude. Exactly. Yeah. And I was I was laughing when, you know, I found it humorous, but it's serious. When Brother Marty was talking about uh, the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, right? Jesus <laughs> said, I'm going to Jerusalem. But yeah, he began to explain true. his purpose to them. He says, and I, I'm going to be betrayed of, of the religious leaders, and, and they're going to hand me over to the Gentiles, and they're going to mock me and, 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 and whip me and, and ultimately kill me. But on the third day, I'm going to rise. And then the next mm-hmm. verse, it's almost like the mother of James says, oh, that's cool, Lord. Uh, I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah. But can I ask you a question about my two sons? <laughs> Yes. Think about that. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you feel like that, Laura. I I see you're going to, you're going to go through a tough time, Laura. But, uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm more worried about where my two sons are going to sit when they're in heaven. I need one of them on your right side and one of them on your left side. What? Mm. Mm. He's, He's over here, you know, telling them about what he's about to suffer. And they're not in tune with his heart. They're not in tune with the purpose of God. They are being tempted of Satan himself to divert the very purpose of God in Christ's life and in their own lives. Mm -hmm. Think about that, because that's what the word temptation means, right? Let me read it again. Uh, for those yes. of you, uh, uh, maybe you didn't hear it, but it says this, of the temptation by which the devil sought to divert, a diversion, divert Jesus the Messiah from his divine errand. Yeah, right? that's the meaning of temptation, right? That's, you, that's, that's one of them. About. Another, one, another mm-hmm. one is of temptation. Another one is temptation is a temptation of God by men. There's a temptation that where Satan tempts you, right, to to yeah. to divert from serving Jesus Christ. Think about this for a moment. I remember we we spoke about this in the in the past podcast, and, and the thought was brought forth that that it wasn't Judas who was the first option for Satan to possess. Yeah. That's right. That it could have been Peter. Could have been Peter. Think yeah. about that. The grace of God. How do we know? Because Hallelujah. Satan was always trying to uh, attempt Peter and use him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Think about that. That's something incredible to think about. Yeah. But the Lord prayed for him. He saw Hallelujah. something in Peter. That Peter couldn't see in himself. That's why when he asked him, do you love me, Lord? Well, Peter, do you love me? Peter said, you know, Lord, I don't. I love it. It was almost like Peter was saying, you know what? 
I'm not even going to say that no more. The last time I did that, I lied. <laughs> right? I said, I do this for you. I do that right. for you. And I didn't do it. But he was saying, you know what, Lord? You know. You see something in me that I can't even see in myself. You yes. saw something great in me that you that I can't see in myself. Like that old song says, he looked beyond my faults and he saw my need. You saw something. You see something in me that I can't even see. Cool. Jesus prayed for him. Amen. Yes. So, so the the yes. word temptation means uh, to be diverted mm. from the purpose of God, but it also means yes. temptation of God by men is when man tries to tempt God. Yes. God is going to allow uh, the devil leeway to tempt his people. Right. And if he manages to get past that first hurdle, then he will use you to tempt God. Hmm. That's satanic in nature, and that is rebellion. It is. That's what the word means. I'll read it again. Think about that. It says, temptation of God by men, rebellion against God, by which his power and justice are, as it were, put to the proof and challenged to show themselves. That's some heavy-duty stuff. To be tempted of the yeah. devil, to divert from the faith, to apostate from the faith, and then to go and then, in turn, tempt God. Mm-hmm. Think about we that. see that in the in the Old Testament. What do we see? The example of that is Israel in the wilderness. They tempted God, Correct. and ultimately they fell in rebellion. And because of that, they were not able to enter the Promised Land, right? With the wow. exception of uh, Joshua and Caleb. So we see. Remember what you the the scripture you quoted from the Apostle Paul, Brother Fernando. These things were left as what as examples. Correct. When you read the story in the rebellion and the disobedience of, of Israel in the wilderness, it, God is telling you a story of what's going to take place in this hour, of what is taking place in this hour. And make a connection there. That's what he's talking about in in First Corinthians chapter ten, and 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 where that verse is found that all these things were left, all these things happened unto them for our example. And for our and our rent for our admonition to whom the ends of the world are come, and then later on he begins to talk about uh, uh, communion or the Lord's Supper going into chapter yes. eleven, and yes. this is exactly what and this is exactly uh, what's taking place in Luke chapter twenty-two, mm -hmm. right? They they are at the Lord's Supper when all these things are taking place, and he's prophesying. To to uh, uh, to to Peter about his betrayal and, and 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 talks to Judas about what 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 he's attempting to do. So what we're seeing here is a miniature of what will take place. Right, these things were written right. unto us for our ensample and are written for our admonition as a warning. Right, to whom the ends of the worlds are come an end-time generation. So everything we're seeing here, and this, is, and this is what we want to leave to the people, is exactly what's going to take place in the last days. Right. The question is this, and, 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 and I'll finish up with this question, right? It says, the question is this, is the Lord leading us into a Gethsemane trial you may ask the question well why why will God allow the devil to tempt us why why did why did God allow why why did God put the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the garden in the first place right. the age old question right why why did why does God allow this the reason he does it is because he's trying to to see if you love him 
because he doesn't want another rebellion to take place like it took place in heaven when 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 Lucifer uh, when Satan deceived a third part of the angels and dragged them down right. with him. We are coming to the to the end of all things. The Lord is purifying His church. Yes. The Lord is allowing the enemy, just like He did with Job, right? Mm-hmm. To try us, to tempt us, to see if we will curse the name of God. Right. What did Job say when it was all said and done? He says, "Now I know." He said, "That what? That my Redeemer lives." He was speaking of the resurrection of our Lord. He lives. This is where we're headed to. Yeah, it was ahead for Jesus Christ and his disciples were tough times, right? For Jesus Christ, it was the cross. But ultimately, it would bring about a resurrection. What was on the other side of that resurrection was a church. Hallelujah. A lively church. Right? Glory to God. A yes. church filled with men that could look demon possessed kings in the eye and tell them, You can mm. send me to jail, you can take my life, but you know what? I am going to preach Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Men men full of the power of God. As the Bible said, then Peter stood up with the eleven. He didn't run this time. He stood up with his brothers. He understood that he needed his brothers. He stood up with the other 11 and preached the inaugural message of the church. Yes. Glory to God. Don't be afraid of what's coming because out of it, out of it, will come a triumphant church full of the power, full of the glory of God. And those were the men that that completely turned that that world right side down, or right side up or upside down. <laughs> those were the men. Yeah. This is where we're headed, church. There's something glorious that is coming out of where we're headed. Yes. We know the Church of God knows where we're headed. The true bride yes. of Christ knows where we're headed, and that's what we're doing. We're strengthening you. We're saying prepare yourself. Put on the full armor of God. Pray without ceasing. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Preach the gospel. Share the gospel without fear or favor of what man can do. What can separate me from the love of God, from the love of Jesus? Nothing in this world can separate us. Not death, not trial, not tribulation, not angels. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Yes. This is our hope. Yes. I want to encourage you as we go into this weekend. And I want to let you know that whatever you've been feeling, it's all been designed by God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. The, the devil is on a leash. Hallelujah. <laughs> he can only God. go so far. He can only go yes. so far. He yes. has to give count to where he's been when God calls on him. He has to say, I've been here, there, to and fro, up and down. The enemy oh. is not in control. God is in control of oh, all yes. things. Amen. Yes. Pastor? You know, it's uh it's powerful because the question that you asked, you know, why why are we going through this, you know, and and you said something, you know, he he wants to to prove if you really love him. There's no greater way as a father that a daughter or son shows me he loves me. It's not all the hugs and kisses while I love all of those things that my children give me. It's their obedience. And and there's a there's a scripture that you, you made me think about, Brother Fernando, found in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7. In verse 8, look what Jesus did, because this is, to me, the blueprint of what we must do. The Bible says that who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers, which we're talking about, it's time to pray, and supplications. Look at this, with strong crying and tears 
unto him that was able to save him from death. Hallelujah. And was heard. Hallelujah. You ought to get encouraged. Somebody ought to say glory to God because the Bible says, and was heard in that he feared. Listen to what he says here now. Though he were a son, yet he learned, he yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. <laughs> the God. suffering that's coming yeah. is here to teach us something. Yeah. It's here to bring us to the place of a total dependence on the Lord and a total dependence on the Holy Spirit. The things that the devil will mean for you to suffer or go through will only bring out to you and make you what God has intended you to be all along, what he's been wanting to show you, what you've been running from, what you've been, you know, fighting against, is to bring you to that place of submission unto the Lord and obedience unto him. Hallelujah. What the devil meant for evil. God is going to turn it around and do something with it. This is the hour of trial. This is the hour of temptation. This is the this is the hour, and and don't lose sight of that. Careful, don't get too caught up with everything the news says or what everybody's saying. All these false. Listen to the admonition of the Lord. Prepare yourself. The time is here. Amen. And and cry out to God, as Pastor Fernando was saying, offer up prayers and supplications. Which That's now true. is the time to, you know, now is the time. It's, as the old preachers used to say, it's growing time. It's growing time in this hour. It's time, yes. you know, for strong, strong cries unto the Lord, to him that is able to save you and that, and, right. and was heard. Hallelujah. Oh, the Father took every tear that Jesus shed, every strong prayer that he made to him. Yes. And he and he was heard in that he feared. Hallelujah. I don't know if you were going to say anything else, Brother Fernando, as we close out on this Friday night. What a what a word. What a word today. Yes, Did you want to say anything else before we close off? Close out. Oh, I think uh I think uh we'll end it with a prayer. I felt I felt the presence of the Lord as you were quoting that verse, which pretty much summed up uh what the Lord is trying to convey. And uh that I feel uh, I mm-hmm. feel that there's people because what the Lord is trying to bring us to is, is, is back to prayer. That's the ministry that's been lost in the church. Yes. Prayer. Yes. Prayer, my Lord. When the, my Lord. there's when there's a true move of God, there's a people praying. And I feel that some Christians have lost that. Yes. And that's what the Lord tells His disciples to do: pray that you enter not into temptation. We Boom. need a revival in in prayer. Yes. That's what we need. Yes. Brother Raven here would say that, you know what type of revival we need is a revival of prayer. (laughs) And we're going to pray. I I sense his presence. You know, as the Lord is dealing with our hearts, I know he's dealing with your heart. I don't know where you find yourself, you know, but I can sense by the spirit of the Lord that, you know, you love God. Just like Peter, right? You love God. You want to honor him. but. Man, you, you, you're just, right now, you're in this struggle, and, and that just really, you're, you're trying to 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 take a, you know, grasp everything and, and, and really come to grips. And I know it's a difficult process, but that's what God wants to take us to understand this is where we are at. Now is the time, as, like, as Brother Marty likes to say, to roll up your sleeves, right? Now is the time that we must get on our knees, seek the Lord with all our hearts. 
you know, uh, when you were speaking about that mother, something that, that just can't doesn't doesn't leave my spirit. But let me say this: that mother who spoke for her two children, the disciples who said, "Let one of my sons sit on the left or right," represents authority. And and I just wanted to speak to parents today, mother and fathers. What are you concerned about with your children? Are you concerned with school they're going to, their future, uh, who they're going to marry? All of those things are important. But I beg to defer to you and tell you this. Your number one concern shall be should be their soul. Giving them the word of God. Sitting down with them and giving them the warning that you are receiving you sit down with your children and you tell them what God is showing you, that is our responsibility, is their souls. We can get carried away, you know, what, what, what college he's going to go to, you know, uh, what job, who's going to marry, my house, my 401k. No, 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 no. Now is the time because as you go, your children will go. As you go, the example that you set for them, the word that you give them, is what's going to keep them in this hour. Right. I I, I don't bank on, on the economy. I don't bank on, on nothing else. I'm banking on the word. That's what yeah. I bank on because heaven and earth shall pass away, but, it's, but this word shall remain. This is what you got to give your children. This husband is what you got to give your wife and your children. This is the most important thing. Mother, if you're a single mother, this is what you must give your children, is the word of God, is the warning of the Lord. This is what's going to sustain them in this hour. This is what's going to keep our families, this is what's going to keep our marriages in this hour, is the word of the Lord. It's going back, hallelujah, to prayer. Prayer changes things. Prayer moves the hand of God. The yeah. fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous availeth much. Hallelujah. God considers, hallelujah, the voice, the cry of his people. And he will move heaven and earth. He will hear the cry of his people. Let us pray wherever you're at. Father, we come to you in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. We sense your presence. We thank you for your word, God. We sense the urgency, God, in the hearts of someone who may be listening. I don't know, Lord, the details where they find themselves, but someone who finds themselves right now, Lord, is struggling to, 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 to grip, to come to grips with what's going on today. And, and as the word is going forward, they, they yeah. want to receive it, but there's a, a, a infighting inside, inside of them the enemy trying to deviate their focus to something else. But God, deal with those hearts. Grab a hold of those hearts this morning and confirm your word to them, Lord, that these are the last days, God. That, God, this is an hour of temptation. This is an hour where the people of God will be, Lord, sick. But, God, as you told Peter, Lord, the same applies to us, but I have asked and I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail you because it is faith yes. that gives us victory over this world. Hallelujah. You already, Lord, gave us the victory of Calvary and through your resurrection. And Jesus, today, this is just the things and the test that we must go through, Lord, through this fire. But God, you have the power to keep us and sustain us. Father, I pray for mothers right now and fathers, for marriages that are being broken, for marriages, Lord, that find themselves on the brink, Lord. I pray that healing will come through the word of God. For those parents that are struggling with, with kids and children, Lord, that are out there, Lord, bound by the enemy, bound, Lord, not just in, in physical things and drugs and alcohol, but by the, the mentality and the mindset that this world is, is affecting our, our young people. Yes. But I pray, Lord, that you would grab a hold of our children, God. I pray, Lord, that you would, Father, if, even if we don't feel the need to pray, that you would cause us, that you would draw us near to you, God. Take us back to those places, Lord, that we have trotted, for, for, uh, that we have trotted at, Lord, when we prayed, when we sought your faith, God. 
Lord God, let those days come again, Lord. Let us seek you with all our heart, God. Let us, Lord, be weary. Let us, Lord God, in this hour, go be aware of the times that we are living, God, and, and be aware of what you're saying. Let us not miss it, God. Let us not miss what you're saying in this hour. Father, we thank you for this people, Lord. Even though we don't know them, Lord, we feel them by the Spirit. We feel their faith that are coming time and time again to this podcast. The Spirit of God is drawing them near, God. I pray for those that are struggling in their mind. I pray for those, God, that may today may refuse this word, yeah. God, but tomorrow, Lord, is the very yeah. word that is going to keep them alive in this hour. Yeah. Father, we pray, Lord, a special blessing upon your people. I don't know what may happen in these next few days, but we plead the blood of Jesus. Father, this moment, we also take the time, Lord, to honor our brother Marty, Lord, that you would use him mightily in this weekend, Lord, that the word that you have placed in his heart, in his spirit, Lord, will cut through like a double-edged sword, God, and that we will heal the testimony of what you have done. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for just your grace, your mercy, and for the hope that we have today. We honor you and give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I pray that you join us again next week. May you have a happy uh, Labor Labor Day weekend. Be careful out there and, and, and don't fall asleep. You know, enjoy your time with your family, but also stay awake in the spirit realm. Amen. So that you not so you do not get caught off guard. Don't eat too many hamburgers, too many carne asada, but just enjoy this time with your family. May God bless you. May God keep you. And as always, keep looking up.